Hi, this is Philip Holland, host of Hope for the Day. I'm so excited that you are listening and you have this to look forward to from today's message. Here's the reality, church. As sinful human beings, the only thing we're truly entitled to is punishment for our sins and judgment from God. But that is not what God has given us in Christ. He's given us the forgiveness of our sins, the promise of new life, and blessed us materially beyond all measure. So instead of being entitled to things, we should be humble and grateful for what God has given us. Welcome to Hope for the Day with Pastor Philip Holland. Perhaps there has not been another time like now in which Christians need direction. We are confused and wondering if we can find the way God has for us. We are confused about our careers, our marriages, our kids, and even our friendships. In this sermon series, we are going to look at four distinctive characteristics that Christians need to have present in their lives in order to walk the path that God has for them. We hope that in this series, you will find clarity, peace, and most importantly, direction. Please enjoy the message. Hey, good morning, church. Great to see all of you. Grateful to have you here with us this morning. As one of the world's earliest Christmas celebrators, I feel that it is both my job, my responsibility, to formally welcome the rest of you into the Christmas season. So who here has their tree up already? Yeah? Awesome. Who here put it up just yesterday? Yeah? How many of you were like me and tried to have it up a few weeks ago? Any of those in the room? Yeah, that's right. Awesome. Well, for the rest of you Scrooges, it's going to be a long month for you, so... Uh, <laughs> I was going to wear my favorite ugly Christmas sweater to commemorate this event and preach in this, but my wife, I think, wisely suggested that I not wear this because it would be a little bit distracting. So I'm going to save that for when I come into the office tomorrow morning. In all seriousness, though, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. However, it was spent stuffing your face with turkey, watching some football, spending time with family, getting some early Christmas shopping or uh, decorating done. I'm sure that for most of us in the room, in some way, shape, or form this past week, we had this type of situation playing out at our home and the home we were going to, right? Beautiful Thanksgiving dinner table. You've got some hot, fresh turkey meat. You've got those nice, low-lit candles you're surrounded by the ones that you love and care about, and you're truly grateful for all it is that God has given you, and it's a beautiful moment. Now, I suspect that there's a lot of you in the room this morning who, six to 12 hours after this type of event, you had this scenario playing out <laughs> in your life, a little bit of chaos, Christmas shopping on Black Friday. Maybe you were kind of shoving people around with your carts, ripping some items out of people's hands. I've seen that done before. Maybe you're the kind of person who buys online, so you were glued to a screen, ignoring your family for hours to make sure you got that deal right then and there, and all of a sudden, you're no longer grateful for what it is that you do have, and you're only focused on what it is that you don't have and what you feel that you need. And I firmly believe that the way that we act around the Thanksgiving Black Friday weekend is going to be a pretty good indication of the type of people we're going to be for the rest of the Christmas season. And so we're left with a choice this holiday season. Are we going to be people who are grateful for all that God has given us as we attend events, parties, gatherings, travel? Or are we going to be ungrateful people who are not focused on what it is that God has given us. And that's what we're going to spend the rest of our time talking about this morning. 
Now, a few weeks ago, as I was prepping this message, I thought, I think I have to come at these people a little bit differently than I normally do. We've all heard the sermons of, here's how to be a better person, or here's how to increase gratitude amongst your family and friends this life, right? That's too familiar for all of us, so I thought, I've got to do a different approach. And so this morning, I'm coming at you a little bit tongue-in-cheek-like, okay? So hear me out carefully. I'm intentionally being sarcastic with my point. So if you like to zone out during my message and you're thinking about your lunch plans or the lights you're putting up this afternoon and you snap back to your reality, you're like, wait, what did he just say? Remember, I'm being sarcastic with my points, okay? So with all of that being said, we're gonna spend the rest of our time this morning talking about how to be an ungrateful person. How to be an ungrateful person this holiday season and only focus on ourselves. In other words, we might say like this, how can we be a Scrooge or a Grinch this Christmas as we spend time shopping and traveling and going to different events and parties? So how to be an ungrateful person. We've got five things to cover this morning. And the first one is this, is that if you want to be an ungrateful person, you need to ignore everyone around you, okay? That's right. You need to ignore everyone around you, okay? Pay no attention to what your spouse says. Don't listen to anything your kids are asking you to do. Ignore your boss and don't do anything that they say you should do. When you're driving home from work and you pull into your driveway, make sure you go straight through the garage door and shut it quickly so that you don't have to talk to your neighbor. And as you go out and shop for presents or for food, you need to make sure that you don't actually make eye contact with anybody behind the counter. Keep your, keep your eyes on the floor or on the shelves in front of you and ignore every single person around you. Because here's the thing, church. When you ignore every single person around you, that means you get to spend more time thinking about yourself. You get, to, you get to have a little bit of me time all the time, you might say. Or as we move into the Christmas season, you can think about it this way. You get to spend some money on yourself and what Christmas presents you want to buy for yourself. So yeah, you want to be an ungrateful person, ignore everyone around you. Now, of course, if you do live in such a way... I think you're going to find that you'll turn everybody off around you and nobody will want to spend time with you. Some of you are probably thinking, yeah, that sounds awesome. But I think that if you live in such a way, what you're going to find one day is that you'll wake up, you'll look around you, and there's no longer anybody there to ignore. And so with each of our kind of uh, sarcastic points, there's going to be a counterpoint with each of these, kind of the true biblical takeaways, so to speak, about what it is that we should do. So rather than ignoring everybody around us this holiday season, our counterpoint is this, is that we need to see those around us in what they do, right? You need to truly see those around you in what they do. One of my favorite characters from the world of fiction is Mr. Sherlock Holmes. Mr. Sherlock Holmes is always telling Dr. John Watson, you see, but you do not observe, okay? So I'm not just talking about looking at people, right? You need to truly see and observe what it is that they are doing, all right? Notice the things your spouse is doing to help you have a better week. Notice what it is that your boss is doing to make your life a little bit easier. Notice the things that your employees are doing to make your life as a boss a little bit easier, right? You need to see your kids when they're talking to you, okay? Put the phone down, look into their eyes, all right? You need to truly see people and what it is that they have going on in their lives before your very eyes. Towards the end of the book of Matthew, Jesus is sharing a story of what it's gonna be like when he comes back to this earth and judges the people, and he's speaking to a group of people who ignored everybody around them. 
And he has these words to say about them. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not invite me in. I needed clothes, and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison, and you did not look after me. They also will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or needing clothes or sick or in prison and did not help you? He will reply, truly, I tell you, whatever you did not do for the least of these, you did not do for me. Then they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. Thank you for tuning in to Hope for the Day. Our mission is to offer you hope through Christ-centered biblical preaching. We certainly hope this broadcast is doing just that for you today. You might not know this, but each of these sermons are recorded live at Valley View Christian Church in the Denver metropolitan area. If you live in the city, we would love to meet you in person. We offer Sunday services at 9 and 10.30 a.m. We have programming for children of all ages, dynamic worship, plenty of opportunities to get connected beyond Sundays, outreach initiatives, and much, much more. And do you want to know why we do all that we do? Because so much of our church leadership has had their life changed by a local church. Because it is here that we met Jesus, and He changed our lives. And we want Jesus to change your life as well. So attend a service at Valley View Christian Church. We'd love to meet you personally. We're located just south of Highlands Ranch off of Highway 85 Santa Fe. You can go to our church's website, valleyviewcc.com, for more information. Now let's get back to our program. There are people around us doing stuff this holiday season. There are people around us that are needing stuff. And if we ignore them and only focus on ourselves, we're going to miss an opportunity to obey Jesus and truly be a blessing to those that God has placed in our lives. So you want to be an ungrateful person this holiday season? Ignore everybody around you. If you want to be a godly, humble person, make sure to see those around you that God has placed in your life. That's step one. Step two is this. You need to be entitled to everything. That's right. You need to be entitled to whatever it is that you think you need or you want. Okay? You need to make sure to take it while it's there in front of you. And actually, excuse me, it's not just enough to be entitled about something. You got to demand it, okay? You need to let people know who's in charge, who's the boss and calling shots around here, okay? As one of my kids' favorite movies, Cars 3, says, life is too short to take no for an answer. What a great motto to live by, right? Don't take no for an answer, okay? You have worked too hard for too long to be told no for that thing. You are owed that happiness. You are owed that financial success. You are owed those obedient children. You are owed that retired life where nobody talks to you or bothers you about anything. So you need to demand the things that you are entitled to. And actually, if you want to take it a step further, what you can do is complain about it when you don't get those things that you want, okay? If you don't get what it is that you're entitled to, you need to make sure other people know about it, all right? Your spouse didn't help you clean the house? Complain about it to your friends. You didn't get that promotion at work? Complain about it online. You don't like what your coworkers are doing or saying? Complain about it to your boss when they're not watching, all right, so if you want to be an ungrateful person, you need to be entitled to stuff, you need to demand it, and you need to complain about it when you don't get it. Of course, the Word of God has something else to say about what it is that we are entitled to. And it says this in James chapter 4, a couple of different verses. 
the brother of Jesus has these words to say to us. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire, but you do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have, because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive, because you ask with the wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your own pleasures. So what's the solution? Well, James tells us down in verse 7, to submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And then in verse 10, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. And so the counterpoint for this idea, instead of being entitled to stuff, we need to be humble and submit ourselves to God. We need to be humble and submit ourselves to God. Here's the reality, church. As sinful human beings, the only thing we're truly entitled to is punishment for our sins and judgment from God. But that is not what God has given us in Christ. He's given us the forgiveness of our sins, the promise of new life, and blessed us materially beyond all measure. So instead of being entitled to things, we should be humble and grateful for what God has given us. A little over a month ago, right before my third child was born, the check engine light on my 2013 Honda Odyssey popped on. And I did what I'm sure all of you do as responsible car owners when your check engine light pops on, and I ignored it, right? Hey, it's not blinking, it's not an emergency. Well, that turned out to be a bit of a problem because uh, a few days later after we get home from the hospital, the car starts to shake and the engine light starts flashing. So I think, great, this will be fun to deal with. So I call up my go-to auto mechanic, great honest guy, let him know what's going on. And he says, hey man, I'd love to help you out with this. Problem is I'm booked out for two weeks. I can't get you in before that. I thought, Two weeks, man, this is a minivan and I got three kids now. I need that thing sooner than two weeks from now. Well, I thought, that's all right, I'll go ahead and ask around somewhere else. So I call another guy, Terry, our maintenance guy here at the church, gave me the name of a recommendation. So I give that guy a call, same exact situation. Hey, I'd love to help you out, but I'm booked out for a week here. I can't, I can't do anything. I thought, great, this isn't good. I need my minivan sooner than this. So I kind of have to revert to just Googling around and reading reviews, trying to find different places. So I found this place in Castle Rock where we live. Good reviews. uh, People were raving about the the honesty of the prices, the the service of the people, all those kind of things. So I give them a call and they're like, hey, yeah, man, we can get you in here in two days to get this taken care of. I thought, great, this is awesome. So I get the car checked in that day. Later in the day, I get a phone call from the... Uh, the owner, the, the main auto guy there, he's like, hey, so here's what's going on with your car. You got a couple of spark plugs that are misfiring in your cylinders, and we'll do a service on the engine. That'll get it running, and everything should be fine. I thought, listen, I don't know anything about cars, okay? The best I can do is maybe change some oil. So that sounds great. What I want to know is how much is this thing going uh, to cost me, right? And so he lets me know that's going to be $732. And I thought... <laughs> I know I don't know that much about cars, but that kind of seems a little high, but whatever. Go ahead and take care of it. I need my car back sooner rather than later. So he does the work, gives me a call back the next day, says, hey, your car's fixed. It's running great. And go ahead and come down here to pick it up. So I go down to the shop. The guy lets me know all that they did, shows me the service sheet, says the car's running great. I look down at the bottom of the invoice, and the total says $921. I thought... Okay, first of all, that is not the number you gave me yesterday, which I already thought was high. 
what's going on here, right? So I'm like instantly mad and frustrated because I look at the invoice. There's all these extra things he did that he never asked to do, never said he was going to do. And now it's an even more expensive bill. So I'm furious. Who's the first person I go and tell about this? My wife, right? I'm too nice of a guy to say anything in the moment. So I run home to my wife. I spill it out. I complain about all of it. I'm getting ready to post an angry review online so nobody else has to deal with this. And after I lay all that out before my wife, in honestly just the most genuine, like nicest way you could expect, she responds by saying, you know, honey, I'm just thankful that we had the money set aside to be able to pay for this. <laughs> like, could you not right now? I'm trying to complain. Like, I'm trying to be a bad person. We got gypped out of a good deal. This guy's dishonest. I got to go complain about it so, so nobody else has to deal with the same situation. Here's the thing, church. I was entitled to a good service, quick results, cheap money. And when I didn't get that, what did I do? I went out and complained about it. But my wife was right. We had the money set aside. The car was fixed within a couple of days. And we didn't have to worry about any other problems with the car. And so the reality is, if you want to be an ungrateful person this holiday season, be like me and be entitled to stuff and complain about it when you don't get it. If you want to be a godly, grateful person like my wife, then be thankful for what it is that God has given you and be humble about your circumstances. That's step two. Thank you for tuning in to Hope for the Day. We hope this message has been an encouragement to you. I know it has been to others. I recently received a message from a listener of ours who said, thank you for these messages on Hope for the Day. It is encouraging and refreshing to hear biblical-centered teaching that continually points people to Christ. This is one of the several notes that I've received from people that are blessed by our program. That is why we want to continue this program on the radio, but that can only happen through the generous contributions of listeners like yourself. If you'd like to partner with us financially, just go to Valley View Christian Church's website, valleyviewcc.com, and then click on the Give tab there. Once you click on the tab, just designated gift to go to the radio ministry of Hope for the Day. Your gift would be an incredible blessing to this ministry. And as always, we want to meet you personally as well. That is why if you live in the Denver metropolitan area, we want to extend an invitation to you to visit us in person at one of our Sunday services, 9 and 1030 a.m. If you do, please introduce yourself to me, Philip Holland. I'd love to meet you. Now let's get back to the program. Step three is this. If you want to be a more ungrateful person this holiday season, you need to buy new things immediately. Buy new things and buy them immediately, okay? You want a new phone? Make sure to buy that brand new one as soon as it's released. Or better yet, pre-order it so that the moment it's released, it's automatically shipped to your house, right? Maybe you need another car. You should go out to a dealership this weekend and spend more than $60,000 for a brand new car, Maybe you're the kind of person that's looking around thinking, I got to fit in with the current trends of what people are wearing and how they're doing their hair. So I got to go out and make sure that I buy some new clothes at the mall this weekend. Now, never mind the fact that the phone you're currently using was brand new a year ago. It still works perfectly fine. Never mind the fact that that brand new car you just bought is going to lose 60% of its value within the first five years that you own it. And never mind the fact that that new shirt you just bought this weekend is going to be out of style next year and you'll have to go back and do the whole process over again. So yeah, you want to be an ungrateful person, you need to buy new things immediately. 
Because here's the thing about buying new stuff. When you're always focused on what it is you don't have and what you think you need in order to stay up to date or in the know so you don't get behind the times, you're never going to pause to realize what it is that you already have that God has blessed you with. And of course, the Bible has something else to say about what it is that we should do with our money when it comes to buying things. In Hebrews chapter, uh, chapter 13, verses 5 to 6, it says this. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? You see, the real key here is instead of trying to buy new things all the time, we just need to be content with what we already have. Simple as that. Be content with what God has given you instead of being discontent with the things that God hasn't given you that you feel like you need. So maybe instead of buying a brand new phone or a brand new car, you could buy a good, reliable, used one online. Instead of buying brand new clothing that costs you an arm and a leg, you could go out and buy some good used clothes from the Ark or from Goodwill. Or as we move into the Christmas season and we're buying gifts for everybody, instead of buying a bunch of new stuff, maybe you could make something or re-gift something that's in good condition or buy somebody an experience, right? So an annual pass at the zoo or a round of putt-putt golf instead of new things. Because again, when we're focused on buying new things, trying to keep up to date, we're never going to pause to realize what it is that God has already given us and blessed us with in the moment. So I encourage you this holiday season, instead of buying a bunch of new things, take a, take a pause, step back, and look at what God has given you and be grateful for that. You might feel a little bit out of date or irrelevant or behind the times, but I can guarantee you that you're going to be a more grateful person and your pocketbook might just thank you for it in the process as well. So that's step three. Step four to becoming a more ungrateful person this holiday season, you need to add more to your schedule. That's right. You need to add more stuff to your schedule. Now, I don't know most of you in here, excuse me, super well, but I suspect that most of you are sitting at your home at the end of every day thinking, I just have way too much free time on my hands. Like, I don't even know what to do with my time. I've got so much free time. I should add a bunch of more things to my schedule. Now, never mind the fact that I try to get up early to get a workout in, get my kids up, get them dressed for the day, feed them food get them ready for school, take them to their school activities, try and get my entire work life done myself. At the same time, I'm trying to manage my entire house and all that we have to do there. Then I gotta pick the kids up from school and run them, run them to their afternoon activities and fix that dang light that's been broken for three months. Never mind the fact that I'm trying to be a good Christian and get involved in church and activities and meet up with people. At the same time, I'm trying to be a good parent, a good son, a good daughter, a good friend, and do all these things to stay busy. So yeah, you wanna, you wanna be a more ungrateful person? You should add more to your schedule this holiday season. Why not sign your family up for another activity? Why not sign your kid up for another school? Get some extra hours in at work on the weekends. Add a few more house projects and updates, okay? And make sure you don't just add responsibilities to your work schedule. Add some fun things, right? You should spend more time up in the mountains so you're missing more time here at church. You should spend more time watching sporting games with your friends so you miss out on time with your family. The key here is to say busy, busy, busy so that you never pause, stop and look around you and see what it is that you already have been given from the Lord. 
See, the thing is, when we're so busy from running, running from one thing to the next, trying to get there on time and check, a, check an item off a list, we're never going to realize what it is that's ours in front of us if we're constantly looking at the next thing. There's a story in the Bible of a sister who was very busy with the tasks that she had to perform that Jesus had some words for. In Luke chapter 10, verses 38 to 42, it says this. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. You see, Martha was so focused on all the stuff that she had to do, and it seemed like her sister was slacking off in the corner, that she got upset about it. So she goes up to Jesus and tells him to fix the situation, but what does Jesus do? He responds to her and invites her to not be so focused on all that she had to get done, but simply focus To learn more about this sermon, sermon series, or other messages, please visit our church's website at valleyviewcc.com. You can also find these radio segments on the Hope for the Day, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Valley View Christian Church is located just south of Highlands Ranch off of Highway 85, Santa Fe. We provide services at 9 and 10.30 a.m. every Sunday. This broadcast is made possible through generous contributions of listeners like you. If you'd like to partner with us financially, just go to our church's website and then click on the gift tab there. We look forward to having you join us again next time on Hope for the Day.